1: NY or text hope NY in New York.
2: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger Recruiting Podcast. I'm Billy Embody. With me is Shay Dixon. We're just over a week away from the Bayou Splash as you're listening to this. It's Wednesday. The Tigers are readying for a big Friday. So nine days, eight days, however long uh, away from welcoming a lot of top targets. Commitments back to campus for that Bayou splash at Brian Kelly's house, the end of the summer recruiting event for LSU. And it's shaping up to be a big one right off the bat, Che. And we'll get to some of the names in a minute. But you look back at last year's, obviously the first year that they did it. And you go down the list of names, a lot of guys who ended up committing to LSU, who are committed to LSU, and who signed with LSU. Made the trip to Baton Rouge. There were some that didn't go LSU's way or ended up elsewhere for whatever reason. But this is a massive event in the sense that you've get you've got this one little open spot in the dead period before that senior season, junior season, whatever season begins for these prospects, and all these schools are vying for their attention for just a day.
3: Yeah. First off, I don't know what that noise was. So I won't apologize for it, but. My uh, speaker uh, wire, my mic wire and my chair just got into a Big Ten level wrestling match for the first 30 seconds of the pod there. Uh, but now I'm coming through loud and clear, so we're good. I I like to deal in facts, right? Or at least if we have enough data, we can make a judgment off of whatever topic that would be. I think in recruiting specifically to this is what you bring up, Billy. Look at last year. How many were there? Did you name it just now? I my mean, thing might've cut out seven kids maybe that were uncommitted that were offered. How many?
2: I can, I can grab the list real quick, but it, okay, it was- but
3: it was a very high percentage, more than 70% of the kids who were there and uncommitted ended up at LSU, including guys like Toviano, as you mentioned, that tells me that this weekend or excuse me, two weekends from now, the end of July, is paramount for LSU for that same reason, because once again, they're going to have five to 10 guys there who are top targets, uncommitted, and maybe most importantly to the discussion, Billy, announcing their decisions like all before, you know, not all of them, but many before their senior seasons. So with the dead period running until that week, then ending and opening up again in August, you've got one week, to get kids to campus this is your event to get them to campus and then from there anyone who plans to announce in the next month that's it for face-to-face contact with any school so getting a visit out of this open period is key getting a visit for like the big event on the weekend when everyone's jockeying to get every kid to every school that's massive so the kids who do pick to come to lsu and don't go to georgia or a m or Bama or whatever it might be the schools involved texas for whatever event they have, that tells me their interest in LSU is very real. And you go back to
2: last year, and the targets at the time uh, for the 2023 cycle, guys like Shelton Sampson, Kylan Jackson, Javon Thomas, who's Texas A&M commit and ended up signing with the Aggies, but JV and Toviano, who obviously took it all the way and then ended up signing with LSU, Lafayette Kioway, uh, who was committed and ended up signing with TCU at tight end, but then Ricky Collins was there too. And then on the 2024 front, you had a trio of commitments, Jojo Stone, Maurice Williams, Xavier Atkins at the time. Now you had uh Demirian Johnson, Sterling Dixon, Wallace Foster, Collage Cobbins, Tylen Singleton, Bradell Richardson, Juwan Johnson, Kobe Young and Sean Nicholas. And I'll mention too in 2025, you had Jacory Watson there too and he's set to be back. So we're going to dive into a lot of these names but When you look at who LSU had on campus last year, it was a really good group that, for the most part, now you're seeing either signed with LSU or is still very much in play for the Tigers in 2024 and, in Ja'Cory Watson's case, 2025. They did a nice job with last year's uh, event just from the standpoint of it's not one of these big cattle call recruiting days from years past where... You used to see schools bring in 150 kids and you're, you know, like how boys from the boot kind of originally started here or there or a true junior day. This is about hanging out with the staff and just hanging out with Brian Kelly. A lot of these guys have seen LSU's campus plenty of times. This is much more low key. It's just more about having fun and kind of building up those bonds a little bit more.
3: Yeah, and I think we we can split this into in-state and out-of-state because I think they're including, you know, in this 2024 class, certainly beyond, but we'll focus on 2024. There's guys in-state, Billy, and out-of-state that are uncommitted, that they are very much in on, that some have decisions coming soon. And like I said, that's kind of what makes it really paramount. When we look at Louisiana, I guess we can start there. I look at it and say it's easy for people to forget that when this uh, at the Bayou Splash, when they have Joe commitments, Joel Rogers, Trey Des Green, <clears throat> all these guys, and I could go on the whole list. They have double-digit Louisiana commits. Getting them there gets easily glanced over, but it also is a testament to recruiting Louisiana because those guys do stay solid. Like you mitigate, you sort of eliminate a lot of risk, uh, and are at least able to mitigate that risk a good bit more than if we, let's say Josh Mickens or Daron Reed, you know, some of these out-of-state guys, if they're not around all the time, then they do have other schools creeping up on them. And then they end up going to Ohio state, going to Auburn for whatever reasons it might be. But my point remains the same. It's easy to gloss over these double digit Louisiana commitments. that will be there, but that's key because they're not going anywhere else. They're very firm with being a commitment to LSU in Louisiana And that's what you're trying to build here, right? You want that to be the approach for every kid. That just puts me right back to three guys that remain uncommitted, that all rank in the top 10 of the on three industry rankings, top 10 for Louisiana. And Billy, I think maybe what makes it even more intriguing, certainly it does. If you had three guys uncommitted in the top 10 and the other seven were committed to LSU, it's a storyline. You're watching those three. When two of those three, are the number one and two players in the state, it heightens that discussion a good bit. So the buzz, I'll let you lay it out. You've been putting together a couple of the visitor lists so far. Your thoughts with the disclaimer of a lot of schools are jockeying for these guys. What's the outlook on the big three? Dominic McKinley, the D-lineman out of Acadiana, um, moving down to Tylen Singleton coming out of Manny and then Wardell Mack out of John Arrett.
2: Yeah, I think when you look at Dominic McKinley, one thing on on this front is they keep things really quiet, uh, and and they kind of want it that way. And and Dom's pretty quiet in a, in a way. When you talk about recruiting, uh, he's just not a big fan of it. So there's a chance he pops in. There's a chance he pops somewhere else. There's a chance he doesn't go anywhere. Um, that's just kind of the reality of it with Dominic McKinley. He's gone through four official visits: Ohio State, um, uh, Texas, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma and LSU still has an official visit in in their back pocket which is a good thing. The Tigers are battling away here for him. So when you look at the summer, the last time and I'm I'm pretty sure this is the case, I don't think he's made a secret visit to LSU. The last time he was on campus was right around the the end of spring. And so you I don't want to say need, but you need to get you would you need to get Dominic McKinley at this pool party. Um, it's very casual. It's not a, here's the plan for you. Here's all of these things we're going to do. It's much more casual. And so for you to feel good leaving summer, I think that's kind of paramount that they do get him on campus um, on Friday for next Friday for that uh, Bayou splash. Um, but yeah, like you said, there's going to be other programs uh, really kind of jockeying there uh, to get him on campus. He's a five-star prospect. He's a top-ranked player in Louisiana. Um, but the the intrigue uh, moves kind of more toward Tylen Singleton, I think. And there's been some buzz lately around Arkansas, around Texas A&M, even around TCU. And LSU is kind of in the boat here. That again, unless he's really kept a lid on a quiet visit, he hasn't been to LSU in a minute. And so for him, he, he's one of those guys you've got to get back. He's taken Arkansas. Tennessee and Tech A&M official visits. I think he might've taken a TCU, but I could be wrong on that. So you got to get him back on campus. And this is one of those prospects that you look at Manny, Louisiana hasn't traditionally been a place that LSU has had success with. And Tylen was, has kind of been viewed as that guy that can, can change that. Um, he's a versatile linebacker safety prospect who could play in that nickel linebacker role that, that can cover, can run, can do all those things, play in the box. Um, and for LSU, they're battling to get him on campus with probably Texas A&M is what it seems like. And there's some buzz that picked up earlier this week that he wasn't going to make it. There's buzz now that he is going to make it. But as we've said on the Bengal Tiger Shay, and when people asked us as soon as the calendar flipped to July, well, who's coming in for the Bayou Splash? Well, there's four weeks away. There's three weeks away. There's two weeks away it's still a lot of time. And even as eight, nine days kind of starts to creep in, there's those pitch, the the pitches to come in and, hey, come hang with us, come see us, you know, bring your family, do this, do that. All those things are still happening because at the end of the day, these prospects are kids. They need rides, they need, you know, whatever. And I I just feel like if LSU, LSU is kind of in the same boat, I feel like with Tylan Singleton, but it's probably more pressing because, He's gone on record saying he'd like a decision before his senior season. They need him to come to campus if they're going to have a shot here. Um, And I'll wrap up with Wardell Mack real quick, um, just because we expect him uh, at this point to be at LSU for the Bayou Splash. We're also watching Florida, but uh, he's a top 100 prospect. He's a top 20 prospect on on three, number three corner in the country. There was a ton of buzz around Texas. And uh, as of now, he hasn't made a commitment. He hasn't made a decision. And LSU to get him back on campus is a big opportunity for them to continue to chip away, kind of, you know, push off that Texas buzz, um, stay right in there. And, you know, we've talked about it a lot. I think he's one of those prospects that, at least judging by history, you you gotta at least feel good about LSU's chances, and they are right in the mix. But as it plays out, I think that's a good thing for LSU, for him to take it a little bit while longer, maybe not make a commitment, but getting him at by Splash, especially if he brings family, would be big.
3: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: Yeah, look, we don't have to get too much deeper here, but I will say, one, and you laid it out here, and Mac hasn't visited LSU since late in the spring. All three of these guys haven't didn't come to LSU in June, July's been a dead period. Now you've got this open six, seven day stretch before it goes dead again, and then toss in that Mac and and uh, uh, Singleton are both saying that before their senior year they're going to be committed mckinley's not saying anything for all we know before a senior year he could be committed or he drags it out the sign like we don't know he doesn't tip his hand much so it becomes so paramount for me whether it is the bayou splash billy or whether it's getting them and their family over for a full day on a you know wednesday thursday whatever it is in that window they've got to get each of these three guys to campus that's for me that is a huge indicator of where things currently stand with each guy, because I firmly believe that right now by signing day, I think LSU has got a very good shot to sign multiple, if not all three of these guys. I feel that they're not out of it with any of them, but at some point you've got to get them back to campus and really into your corner and start to build momentum. And I think that's what this week provides at the end of the month. So I'd like to see all three get to LSU at some point in that one week stretch.
2: Yeah, I agree. And and we talk about follow the visits. And I think nowadays, it's it's hard to follow visits in a, in a way. I mean, but at, at the end of the day, if you make the effort to come to just a pool party, I think that says a lot. I mean, you're not like locking in for three days and, you know, going to come for a multi-day unofficial. And sometimes that's a lot on families or whatever, but we're just, it's just practice. You know, it's just a pool party. Um, So I think that says a lot when it comes to getting these guys on campus. And, you know, we can kind of not wrap on this. Obviously, we're not done. we got a long way to go. But the Louisiana guys in 2025 are starting to really kind of emerge as true top targets and leans to LSU. And this is starting to kind of become a trend. LSU last year, they went on that run of Louisiana guys right before their senior seasons. This year, it happened earlier. Guys like Joel Rogers, Michael Turner, Colin Billiot, Trey Des Green, um, uh, Kalaj Cobbins. Um, and then you get into, you know, Keelan Moses, uh, Harlem Barry, who's in, is the number one running back in the country. Um, Devin Harper who's one of the top offensive linemen in Louisiana. He's actually going to go to Arkansas, but they are doing a really nice job in 2025. And it's they're just kind of continuing to build momentum in Louisiana.
3: Yep, Jabory Antoine being in, I think, is massive. Um, Keelan Moses is a guy who I think could <clears throat> be a cornerstone piece to the class, so him being there and maybe inching closer to a commitment's big. I love what Louisiana looks like talent-wise in 2025, and LSU's in a very good spot early on with so many of those guys who've been around campus so often, uh, both this past fall, during Kelly's first season, but more recently here in the spring and the summer months, so I like what they're doing in Louisiana.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, and now you kind of move into the out of state, but first, Shay, we got to talk to our, our friends, uh, about our friends at rogueshop.com rogueshop.com promo code Bengal tiger gets you 10% off your order, Richard, uh, and Shaw run it. Uh, you could be finding yourself live chatting with them on the website about all your needs, whether it's pain, anxiety, sleep. All those issues, uh, they'll get you hooked up with what you need. But Richard's out there dropping little treats on the Bengal Tiger for Bengal Tiger subscribers, 30% off here and there on, on certain items. So um, people are jumping on it big time, especially now you're getting into the fall. We're going to see probably another run of decisions come from top targets for, for LSU and around the country. So it's no better time than to jump on the road shop train, get you some edibles, some pain creams, tinctures, all of those things. Uh, to take care of that maybe anxiety that comes with following recruiting as uh, deeply as
3: some of you do. A lot of our board is on board and for good reason, they're fanatics. They are uh, need a good bit of what rope shop has to offer. I will say Billy, the pain cream again, two weeks in a row paying off. This is, this is a very uh, kind of now growing old man thing to say, but lots of yard work, which I was doing in my bird dog shorts, uh, shout out them. But, bad back pain one night. I think I just tweaked it a little bit. Two days with the pain cream, felt fine, got me through about a 48-hour little kind of back spasm, good to go. So that has moved up. I know it's been number one on your list. That's moving up my list of Rogue Shop products. Like my top five, it's it's moving into it and up. Well, the thing that has
2: made a big jump for me lately is uh, the edibles. Uh, just kind of sleeping and, and t- trying to wind down a little bit it's just that time of year where it is so crazy you, you want to take a little breather um, football season is a grind we want to be able to kind of relax and just really kind of take July slow at least until Bayou Splash and so the, the gummies have been a game changer for me I've been jumping into those a
3: little bit more shout out to everybody at Rogue Shop again promo code bingletiger same as always
2: Check them out, rogueshop.com, uh, promo code Bengal Tiger, 10% off your order. Shay, we move into the, the out of state portion of uh, this podcast. And I think everyone is always asking about Colin Simmons, the five star edge rusher from Duncanville, the number one edge rusher in the country. He is set to be in Baton Rouge uh, that weekend for the Bayou Splash, which is massive news. Um, last year wasn't able to make it. This year, looking like he's going to come. AM and is battling for him to get on campus. Texas has held a lot of buzz here. But Colin Simmons has been, this is one of those guys where you you like where the visits stand with LSU. Texas has also hosted him a lot. AM has hosted him a lot. Those are the three that are really kind of standing out to me the most right now in this recruitment. But again, what do you do when you have a chance to just go to a pool party? And JV and Toviano was there last year. He returned relatively quickly in the season for his official visit. Colin Simmons, his official visit will be later on in the fall for the Florida game. But he's one of those guys that LSU just keeps getting him around. And I think the big thing is, you know, his, his family has spent a lot of time in Baton Rouge with him. I, I've said this on the board. I at least feel as good about LSU's chances as, as I have throughout the recruitment. Right now, and especially with him coming to Bayou Splash, that's, that's a good sign.
3: Texas and LSU, the two teams that have gotten the most visits from Colin Simmons. When you asked Colin Simmons or went on three, asked him up in Nashville at the NIL Summit uh, who his top teams were. He said Texas and LSU. So his actions are tracking his words at this point. He is set on record this summer. Those were the top two teams. We know A&M's in this. There are a lot of other teams involved and certainly got visits out of them official visits i will point out billy lsu has an official visit left texas who right now as you see is the on three rpm leader to land colin simmons the in-state team sitting in that top spot they've used their official visit so for me the longer this plays out the better for lsu that's what i believe i also think that getting him in for a weekend like this would be very telling so with all the out of state guys we can talk about, and there's a number coming, and we'll highlight a few of them. Simmons is far and away the most important prospect.
2: Oh, 100%. And look, we're continuing to kind of track his teammate, uh, Caden Durham, one of the best running backs in the country, um, who is really, for the most part, everybody thinks he's down to LSU and OU. He hasn't confirmed his plans just yet for the Bayou Splash, but also AM is hanging around there on Caden Durham. They might get him on campus. So there's a lot of, again, that jockeying we talked about, and they're within a drivable distance in a way for these guys, um, if they choose to drive, to get in the car and kind of make that decision last minute. So Colin Simmons, though, pretty locked in on visiting LSU this weekend from what I hear uh, or next weekend from what I hear, but he's one of those prospects that you know, if he takes it into the fall, it's almost like, all right, is this going to be not a reset? I think we've seen the finalists now, and the finalists are kind of shaping up to be what JV and Tobianos were um, in the end as well, which is worth noting with those two being Dallas guys. LSU's making a big push for Colin Simmons to cap this summer. And look, you've got to you've got to get him committed, you've got to get him signed, all those things. But I think just the momentum they have is starting to at least be visible with Colin Simmons more than just, okay, he popped in again um, and, and came around and same if Caden Durham hits campus, you know, he would then have had two visits back to back to LSU within a month. And he's still set to announce on August 25th before his season opener.
3: Yeah. And I had heard buzz Billy today, I guess, maybe it was a couple days ago that, and I haven't gotten this confirmed, but that Durham, who obviously runs track, his mom was a, track uh athlete at oklahoma which has sooners and lsu are battling here as the top two teams but that his sister was going to be running in some the junior usa qualifier or something and that the family was going to go to that on that weekend so we'll see does he visit nowhere does he go with family to this track event like i said i haven't confirmed it but i did hear that from a source who had mentioned hey he might end up not going anywhere if he does go on this family event so We'll see, but yes, big decision looming there, August 25th. Anyone else you're circling, major out-of-state target? Because at this point, there are really just a handful of them that you're saying, hey, LSU could land a commitment from them, and it would be really paramount if they got him in this weekend.
2: I'll mention Kobe Black, five-star cornerback out of the Waco area. LSU, is he went on record saying he was coming for the Bayou Splash, and then he was going to have an official visit early in the season, I think for the Grambling game. And if he shows up, that's at least a good sign that LSU is still in it. They're still swinging um, and, and, you know, trying to, once again, kind of overcome Texas buzz for a prospect AM's working to get him on campus as well. Um, and he's really trending towards, once again, kind of that LSU, Texas, Texas AM battle that is shaping up. Um, and, and so he's one that just doesn't really say much and, and keeps to himself for the most part, but uh, that is a big one. And then two more that, I think both of us probably thought would be, you know, decided by now. One is Kai Bates. And the reason why I say Kai Bates is because when you talk to him, when I talk to him, he said he really wanted to be committed and go somewhere that final weekend of July to wherever he was committed. So I think that's worth watching. If we do see Kai Bates make a decision, maybe it stretches into August, but. He'd be one that I would, if you're LSU, you're at least trying. You're trying to get him back on campus for that final time before everybody locks in on fall camp or some of these guys, you know, make that final decision. And then, um, well, I guess three more Blake Ivy and, and or two more after this. And, and Blake Ivy, the four star offensive lineman out of Texas. And then Ori Williams, uh, one of the big risers uh, for on three in the rankings, now into that uh, top 40 offensive tackle spot. Um, nationally. Both of those guys, they could go somewhere. It, it, it truly is some, some of the times these things just kind of happen last minute. Um, you know, especially for these guys that have been on the road a ton doing official visits and all of that.
3: I like those picks. Jelani Watkins told me that he plans to visit AM on an official visit at the end of July. Does, now, is that a weekend visit? Is that a midweek visit? I do not know for sure there, but he'll be a guy we'll monitor. Um, we'll repeat. It's so much jockeying with these teams for kids. And that's been sort of the, the buzzword, jockeying. And that's what it is, because everyone right now is getting kids to say, yeah, I'd love to come, love to be there. Yeah, 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 no, I'll line up some travel, I'll get over there. But do they actually leave? And when they get in the car, where do they actually go? And that's what we watch for. This is a fun time of year. Um, it's kind of a unique sandwiched in between two dead periods, weekend where everyone's battling before football season starts. Um, as we mentioned, so many of these kids setting up to commit before they become seniors. So definitely a massive recruiting weekend. Billy, let's wrap here. And we've talked about everybody at Link. So we'll obviously be picking somebody from this group. But your number one most important target that they get to campus that weekend.
2: Uh, I think it's probably Dominic McKinley in terms of who they get to campus, right? So who who I need to see LSU get to campus the most, right? Or is it or is it the yeah? One?
3: Like, who's the who in your mind is the most important person they need to get there for that weekend?
2: It's toss up between Dominic McKinley and Colin Simmons, but i I've, I've got to go Dominic McKinley because he just he took four official visits. He hasn't even swung through LSU for an unofficial, even maybe around a camp or something. You know, they had the midweek camp. He didn't come to. I need to see Dominic McKinley there um, to make me feel like LSU and if he does take it all the way to signing day, they've got time, but you you need to see Dominic McKinley, the number one player in Louisiana, there for that weekend. And out of state, I mean it's Colin Simmons, although I I I think it has an impact. I just think he's you know, he's he's seen a lot already. Um and, and I just think he they're already in a
3: good spot there. I really like that pick. I didn't think you'd go it, but I like that for the exact reasons you said I'll stick with a similar theme, but different reason, or at least why it goes paramount. I'll go Wardell Mac. And in the same breath, I can say Tylen Singleton. They're Louisiana kids like McKinley, but both have decisions that they're about to make before their senior year. So we know Mac's going to be there. We'll see if Singleton ends up showing up, but getting them to campus before they turn around and make a decision is huge. So People want to know, hey, are those guys going to end up LSU? Does LSU lock up Louisiana? Getting them at this stage of their recruitment, on the verge in sort of the 11th hour before they commit would be huge for me.
2: Yep. I think you hit the nail on the head. Look, we, we still have – we're still over a week away. So we're going to be right back here, I'm sure, next week previewing this again. Yep. But we did want to talk a little bit about it uh, for you guys because it is – I mean, really the only <laughs> recruiting – Piece of news that we have this month, for the most part, um, this is a, what it's all about. It's uh, if there was a mini Super Bowl in July, this would be the Super Bowl of recruiting in July, and so many people kind of hinge how they feel on a lot of guys uh, based on if they get them back to campus. So it's a big uh, next weekend coming up for Brian Kelly and Co.
3: All right, let's lock in. Like you said, we'll be right back here on next week's pod talking about the exact same stuff again, but more updates on who will actually be here confirmed and feeling good a few days out. So. Shout out to everybody listening. Next week's pod we will run it back, but we'll actually have more of a confirmed list. It'll be fun.
2: Yep, no doubt. So hit that subscribe button to the YouTube channel. Also, subscribe to the bengaltiger.com. Be on the lookout. Lots of recruiting news. I mean, Che, we had the whole front page was Bayou Splash, uh, recruiting updates, nuggets, all of those things on, uh, on uh, Tuesday, I guess, the day before uh, we dropped this pod. So uh, it's just flying left and right. So it's a great time to jump on board, especially with fall camp around the corner. With that, everybody, thanks for listening to this edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. We'll catch you next week with another edition. Hope you guys have a great one, and uh, we'll catch you next time.
0: Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, It's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets. If your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel, that's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets.